a lot of people like what they'll do is they'll they'll like get to the beach or they'll get out and then they start to go like oh I need to put sunscreen on but it's you have to put it on at least a half hour before you even leave the house like before yeah they want because it it's not yeah you, you can't go down there and you see these people like down at the beach and they have like the spray sunscreen and they're just like you know and it's like it's not even landing yeah, it's not even landing on body. them yeah or like landing on like the person next to them or something and it's like I mean, brilliant for the no. company who made that because <laughs> you run out of it so, <laughs> so fast. fast you have to stock up yeah between the Reps with Brooke Entz and Gina Chancharulo is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing and highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can listen to Between the Reps wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode three of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And uh, today we've got a fun topic, I guess. It seems very simple, but sometimes the simple stuff is like the most important. We are talking about the importance of sunscreen. sunscreen. And the person who actually really started to educate me on the importance of applying it to my face daily is the woman sitting next to me. <laughs> So sunscreen, Gina, when did you start finding it so important for you to, I guess, start using your it? skin, which seems so ridiculous that we would have. I know. Well, I came from an age where, you know, like you would, you know, I was like 16 years old and you would get like your, your base coat. You'd go out with like some tinfoil and like burn the crap <laughs> like out of this? yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just wanted to be really bronze for the summer. Uh, and uh, usually that was, you know, would end up a a really bad burn and then a peel and you know but then you would get that first peel off and you just burn it again and eventually you'd be brown um, Here, I'm trying to I'm trying to really yeah. tan the deep skin <laughs> so unfortunately for me I did a lot of damage to my skin really early on um I guess almost a good thing for me is that when I was around 25 I had a lot of it was called like melasma it's like a I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I can't really explain it. But basically, I had like a lot of like brown spots on my face, and so I went into a dermatologist, and they were like, "Oh, this is this is sun damage. You need to start using sunscreen every day." Which I had never heard of that. At 25. <clears throat> At 25. I was like 25 years old. Yeah, and so um, luckily, I, I you know with some other skin products and stuff, I got rid of that. But I would constantly try to keep my face out of the sun uh, my chest I would put 30 on every single day and I just started doing that every single day from then on and it has really helped my skin because the people that I've seen that have continued to tan over those years um, you may not see the effects of it right away but like as soon as you hit like you're maybe you're like even mid-30s 40s especially you start seeing it really rapidly and so even though I started so young I'm still getting stuff that's popping up that was from before you know like all the old skin damage so if you start like really young and keep that on every single day I feel like your skin's just gonna look so much better than say anybody in like my generation yeah <laughs> hopefully so yeah that I, that would be my I mean and especially like anti-aging I mean Obviously, there's skin cancer also. I mean, I've already had, like, little things, like, frozen off, well, yeah, I mean, cut off. I grew up, obviously, <laughs> yeah, a little bit later in life than you, <laughs> but um, I grew up almost really believing. Uh, I mean, the idea of sunblock, it made sense, right? Right. You get sunburned. Um, I always had, like, olive skin, so I never really got sunburned on my body. I mean, 
on the tops of my shoulders, I, I did a lot of sports. I was outside all the time. So tops of my shoulders, I knew I would get burnt on there. Um, but really, it was just my nose and my cheeks. And but the rest of my body, I never really got sunburned. So I never really put on sunblock that much. It was like that was almost the idea was, oh, I'm like not like resistant to the sun, but I, I didn't get really sunburned. So yeah. I didn't need it. You right. know, and I grew up thinking, oh, if I'm if I'm swimming. Yeah, okay, put sunblock on. If I'm at the beach or I'm at the lake, right. sunblock Extended on. Extended periods of time being outside. Yeah, active. I, right. I attribute it to being active, but I never really thought about every day to day. Like I never thought about putting sunblock on my face or my body as a routine, as like a hygiene routine or a daily morning routine or right. adding that in until really we discussed it a couple of years ago and I put sunblock on my face every morning and now actually um, from researching SPF and things even more I understand I need to reapply it and that's going right. to be that that will be the most important thing you learn from this podcast today is that you can't just put it on one time you have to reapply it right especially for extended periods of time in the sun. But I think you also, uh, a lot of people, like what they'll do is they'll, they'll like get to the beach or they'll get out and then they start to go like, oh, I need to put sunscreen on. But it's, you have to put it on at least a half hour before you even leave the house, like before. Yeah, they want because it. Because it's not, yeah, you, you can't go down there and you see these people like down at the beach and they have like the spray sunscreen and they're just like, you know, and it's like it's not even landing. Yeah, it's not even landing on, on them. Yeah, or like landing on like the person next to them or something. And it's like I mean, brilliant for no. the company who made that because <laughs> right. you run out of it so <laughs> so fast. fast. You have to stock up. Yeah, but um, so yeah, it's it is important. Like you really do have to put it on before you even get there. But yeah, I I think especially I, and men also. I think a lot of women are are more educated now and like are starting to make it like part of their like morning routine of like, you know, just when they're putting on their makeup, putting on their sunscreen, doing all of that. But men aren't doing it either. Like, you know, ladies, put it on your men. Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> they need it, it. It's hard enough to I mean, you definitely don't I mean, I didn't grow up where like my dad or my brother or anyone really did things or had their very own skin regimen. I do think it's becoming their, you know, maybe the the world of either like skin what's it what would you like skincare like, beauty yeah, like yeah. skincare are trying to create products or campaigns or things that are more attractive you know, to make towards. it like manly or whatever right and i think that's really important i mean like i another thing i grew up where you know my grandpa would go to my grandparents house and my grandpa would have like a band-aid on his face or his arm and it's like what happened you know uh, it's like, skin oh, cancer just, just got a couple <laughs> yeah. i had a little melanoma yeah, it's like, I got, got some melanoma cut off. And I was like, oh, you know, it's like I grew up thinking like, oh, yeah, that's kind of normal. And also not the scariest form of cancer, you know. Yeah, so and like, it really is, though. You yeah. know, and I also Can same be. thing. Like my dad got older and he's had to have some stuff cut off. And I mean, both of which like I come from a family where the men are my dad owns a construction company. He is in the sun 24 seven. Also on the ranch. We're ranchers. You right. know, we have horses. We're out in the fields. And that's just how it was. He, you know, when he was younger, he worked at a feed mill constantly outside. Right. And um, it, it sucks, you know, that if you, you get to a point where it's like, it's too late, you know? Right. Like I've got, I've got the cancer. Yeah. Like it, that's yeah. not something that any of us see happening at all. Right. But it totally does. Also on that note, keep an eye on your moles. Like I don't, um, and if you have a lot of them, obviously you're probably already working with a dermatologist that keeps an eye on the moles, but I have a couple that, um, I have one on my back, on my shoulder, and I constantly keep an eye on it because sometimes like I've, I've, it's been a little sore or something yeah. like that and I've gone in and had it checked. 
So looking for discoloration or size. My sister's had a couple that she's had to get removed. Right. Even in areas that never saw the sun. She had one under her boob that never saw the sun. Sure. Well, people get uh, melanoma you know, there too. Yeah. And you know what though? She she did. It was uh, in high school where she did go to the tanning bed, but not even that often. Right. So then you think, oh, well, if I go to the t- uh, fake bay, if I go to the tanning bed only a couple of times, like we're not going to give a deal. But you right. could be the person that it only took, you know, a couple of right. times. Well, and I think that you, I mean, I think it's just important for you to like everybody just go get their skin checked like once, once a year. And what, what is that like, Gina? That's really uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you recently got your skin yeah, well, checked. Yeah, I recently did. But, like, I, I already go all the time because I've had to have, like, little – they're, like, called, like, basal cell carcinoma. So they're not melanoma, but they're, like, topical, and you still have to get them, like, removed. So, like, I recently went in. I had, like, this little flaky thing, like, right on the edge of my lip. Um, and it was you know, it was fine. But they just, like, froze it off. But I thought I was, like, going in for just that and was not prepared to have a full skin check. And they were like, oh, by the way, like, you know, it's been a year, so, like, we should do this skin check. And it was fine. It's just, like – I don't know. It's kind of like like when you go to the gynecologist, like you kind of want to be like, you know, I was like thinking like, oh, my, are my, are my legs. Yeah. Are my legs shaved? Am, am, am I, I wearing deodorant? I, yeah. I'm, I'm like really weird about it because like I don't want to have sexy underwear on, you know, like lacy. I don't know. Like you don't look like you're trying too hard. Yeah. So I always I think about these things like I'm just going to like wear some like very basic underwear. Like sleep you know, underwear. Like good, good coverage. And no, I had Period not underwear. prepared. And and I, <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but like I lather myself up with uh, coconut oil in the shower. Um, it's which is wonderful, but just be really careful because you as I get slip. older, you can slip. I'm gonna have to get like a life alert because I'm you definitely, de- <laughs> honestly, please de- just get one. Definitely, or the have phone an, that's by yeah, the, the yeah, phone that's in yeah, the bathroom. Yes, because yeah. So anyway, that's a whole other thing. But um, I had lathered up in coconut oil, and I, I it's gonna sound super weird, but I put my underwear on, and my underwear kind of slid over all of my. <laughs> my coconut oil and I had these it almost looked like I peed myself in all these like like oil like, stains oil stains all over my underwear which does not come out by the yeah, way no and I mean I'm sure like people had like way more awkward situations with doctors but you know and it was a doctor that I didn't know that very well I'd gone into him like one time and of course I'm such an awkward person that I was like uh, oh by the way oh uh, that's my coconut oil I didn't pee myself all over right <laughs> Uh, that's a uh, coconut oil, and the guy and you guys just looking at me like, shut up! Like I don't even care about your underwear. I'm trying to not even look. Oh my <laughs> so, god! So anyway, but it is it's it's awkward because they do they look in all these like weird little places um, because you can have skin cancers. I mean, I have a friend who had melanoma under her butt cheek, like like in the like the crack of or not the crack of her ass, the 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 crease of her butt cheek, you know, and so you can have it in these really bizarre places they'll check between your toes they check through your head i mean think about like the parts of our hair like how I've many times the top of your head gets burned definitely like been at the lake yeah and had like french braids like two braids yeah. and burned the yes. whole part oh and then like when it fl- yeah you yeah. have like dandruff, dandruff. or something no, it was a sun, sun, or like you go sunburn. you go to like a like a Jamaican vacation, you see these poor the women braids. that have gotten the, all the what do you call those? Like those all corn those cornrows, corn <laughs> and they're like, you know, they're like on vacation for the first time, and they're like, like super butt white, and then you just see them later, and they're just like burned between every single cornrow. Yeah, it's uh, it you, it's it's an uncomfortable situation, but it's very good idea for everyone, whether you think you're tan or dark skinned or whatever it is. I mean. Anybody can get it. I mean, obviously, if you're super pale, you're more susceptible, which is me. You know, butt white and freckly. 
That's <laughs> that's my skin type. So anyway. I, have, I had friends, like girlfriends growing up that they were kind of the same way. I had a girlfriend who had red hair and she was very fair and she had tons of freckles. And she would yeah. always say I was, she was just hoping that um, if she spent enough time in the sun, she'd just become one big freckle. Oh, yeah, like a blend and together. Then... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that yeah. way. And then she just would be tan. Yeah. And have, okay, so like I have two sisters and a brother. Um, all of us, except for my oldest sister, have like more olive tones. Yeah, you guys skin. definitely have like an olivey. <clears throat> and like I'm yeah. the only blonde. All my siblings have dark eyes and dark hair, and I have blonde hair you're and a blue natural eyes. Blonde. Yes, yeah, I have blonde hair, blue eyes, but I also had, but I got a little bit more of the olive tone skin. And then my sister Robin, she has. How much do they hate you? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you know what they used to tell me? I got they, the best skin and the best hair and the best eyes. I'm the youngest. <laughs> And oh, I didn't get the best hair. The color, maybe, but no. God, God intended me to grow a to mullet. Be bald. Listen, you, uh, you're meant for business in the front and potty in, in the back. back. <laughs> um, Anyways, what I'm getting at yeah. here, I have a sister who we called her Red Robin growing up, and I'd sing that to her, Red Robin. Yum. Yes, that's horrible. <laughs> because we'd go to, like, for instance, uh, she did one time. She went to the tanning bed. Came home. She was so fried, Gina, that my she had to get. She put uh, aloe vera on, and I remember she had put a shirt on, and it had stuck to her. Oh my! And God. she had to like soak in the bathtub to, to get like it off. get it off. She was so fried; she couldn't wear clothes, yeah. and it was because that the tanning salon, the bulbs were brand new. And she didn't know. She probably went in for like the 20 minutes and, or whatever they say. And first, I mean, I she mean, had no reason even going in that yeah. long because she's known as getting really sunburned. But she's definitely someone who, and I see her now. I feel like when she was younger, she did have a little bit more of like a darker color. But she's she's very pale Yeah. now for sure. And she always fried. She could not get tan. And it's like as much as she tried growing up to get that base tan you're talking right. about, she really was just shedding layers. Right. <laughs> She was just losing layers of skin. Those <laughs> well, UVA rays well, were working deep. Yeah. Well, and the thing too is like, so like I always like wanted to be tan when I was younger. So I was like always tanning my skin. And then like my younger sister, she was like a punk rocker, you know? So like she never went in the sun, like pale was cool <laughs> Vampire. And, and all of that. But I'll tell you what, you know, uh, 20 years later, my skin, it's not just even like the color or like, you know, uh, skin, you know, things popping up. Um, the the texture of my skin is much older than her texture. I mean, like it's she has beautiful skin. I mean, it, it's really it nice. So I mean, even if I get like you know it's uncomfortable to go in for cancer and all of that, but you know if, if it if it will uh, you know get people to do it, you can just say be like, hey, you're gonna be uglier. Or, you know, listen, like, listen, do you just want to gonna... look like a piece of leather when you're older? Yeah. Yeah. Forget all the other stuff. But, you know, for vanity, people put sunscreen on your face and your body. I mean, I say, you know, face and chest all the time. But I wish I would have just done maybe just my arms. Literally, that they were as we out sit here day. talking, I'm thinking, yeah, I have like I have my face sunscreen and I already do not. I don't apply body sunscreen every day, and I hundred yeah. percent. Or your should. chest and your neck. Yeah, I mean you can see. And again, women can do all sorts of things to their to themselves when they get older, and you'll see it. And they're like, oh, Botox, filler, this, that. It's really hard to fix your neck and fix your, <laughs> and your chest. chest. You know, like you can do a lot Dark of lasers, but nothing. And, yeah. You know, you can kind of tell like when somebody has like a really young head, and then like their neck and chest just doesn't match. 
you know? So it's like, yeah, if you want it all to match later, you put know, some sunblock put, on. put some sunblock on. Yeah. It, it can also be, you know, just don't be scared of think. Don't don't think like it's uh, it's not going to happen to me. Just start doing it. It's yeah. like just to be safe. Precautionary. Just precaution. It will take a little bit extra time in the morning yeah. and maybe a couple times throughout the day. Uh, but just do it. Okay. Just do it. All right, guys, we're going to take a little bit of a break and uh, we'll be back in just a minute. Lola, a modern approach to feminine care. Lola is a monthly subscription box that sends female, like feminine products to you monthly so you don't have to think about it. Um, I've really enjoyed using them because I travel so much and I actually, I literally forget every single time to stock up before that time of the month. And knowing that it's already coming to my house and I don't have to think about it has made a world of difference and kept my clothes a lot cleaner, actually. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Lola offers pads, liners, and both BPA-free plastic applicator or environmentally non-applicator tampons. Also, you're gonna like this, Gina, founded by women for women. And here at Between the Reps, you guys can tell that we care a lot about women. (laughs) And everyone can do good with their purchase. For every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S., which is super cool. I don't have many monthly subscriptions that I've signed up for, but this has definitely helped me. And Gina, I don't think you necessarily need this subscription. However, you have a 17-year-old daughter who uh, probably could use it. For sure, and I would have absolutely, <laughs> could use it. absolutely liked to have had it back in the day when I actually had a period. <laughs> yes. So, for any of you that are thinking you want to try this out, for 40% off of all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the promo code REPS when you subscribe. For 40% off of all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the promo code REPS when you subscribe. Welcome back, guys. Uh, thank you for continuing to listen to this podcast. We are... Me, well, Gina and I, we started to research a little bit more SPF in general because we have a pretty good idea of, like, why we choose the ones we do. Um, but we... I'm never really actually, sure why. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, like, looked into, <laughs> yeah. you know, researching it. Um, so, I, you know, WebMD. I did some WebMD. So, here's some facts for you guys. First of all, the SPF rating... It's just telling you the ability that sunblock has to block UVB rays. So already, which I actually didn't even think about this at all, um, you have UVA rays and UVB rays. Your UVA rays, that is what is damaging your deeper layers of skin, and sunblock does not block that. So So now what? (laughs) So reapply. (laughs) But yeah, so we're we're always going to be dealing with that. That, That's uh, just knowing that. That would get me to put sunscreen on more yeah. often throughout the day. Right. Um, but yeah, it's basically the the number that it's giving you. That is the time. That's saying that's the amount of time it would take for you to burn Which without, I, without sun, sunblock on. So right. not after. So it's not like I put my SPF 15 on, so I need to reapply in 15 minutes. Right. No. So what do you buy, Gina? Well, I so I do. I use something that's specifically for my face for my face me too just because like my my skin is sensitive on my face like so I don't want to like break out you know I don't want any kind of like skin reaction so I will get something that's specifically for that and I always do like a 30 
like a 30 SPF for that. And um, I can't remember the brand of mine, but mine has like a little bit of tint in it too. So like, you know, that's kind of nice. Um, so I don't know if like guys definitely, if, if they want that, but um, for girls, it's, you know, nice to cover a little redness or, you know, dark circles or whatever with that. It's a little two in one. Um, but then I'll use just like a different, like a body one on my body. I don't really care. You know, I'm not going to use like the super expensive face stuff on yeah. my body. I mean, I'll use it like on my neck and my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I try to do like every morning. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'll just pick anything that's a 30. Yeah, I'm, I have really sensitive skin as well. Yeah. And being in the gym. So that's some of you may be thinking about that. Pores, like if I'm going to put yeah. sunblock on all the time, like sweating. I'm training, I'm sweating. And I don't really want to break out. We're obviously we're already trying to do what we can to not have unwanted unnecessary breakouts so for me i have found that i use this one it's called elta md oh i've heard of that yeah and yeah. it's a, it's a it's tinted really sunblock mm-hmm. and they have a couple different ones they have some for because it's tinted they have some that is a little bit more almost like full coverage so it's a little bit thicker, thicker. and yeah. then one that's a little bit lighter i actually i use the thicker one and it doesn't bother me i use it every single day i put it on every morning and I'll put it on throughout the day too, just because I actually use it as a like, like foundation, a, like, a foundation yeah. like something to just like even out my skin. And it's, I think the one I have is like a 44 SPF. Yeah. Um, but I use that on my face. And then pretty recently I was working with um, Garth Fisher. He is actually my, my surgeon that did my, my boobs and, and uh, your boob LA, doctor. my boob doctor. And he just came out with doc block. And he wanted me to try it because he was getting ready to launch it. So he first had the face and it was really nice. Like it smells nice, super moisturizing without being really oily. Does it feel oily? I hate it when they're like uh, sticky or oily. Marston, uh, my husband loved it. Oh, that's funny. He doesn't, he never put anything on his face. And now he took took it from me and he uses that as a moisturizer because it's it's very moisturizing too. Um, But he, uh, Garth came out with the body. And it's a dock block body. And I took that with me re- just barely to Lake Powell. I was in Lake Powell for a week. And that's what I used all week. And same thing. It felt really, really great. Super moisturizing. And um, I don't ever find myself buying anything over a 30 for my body. Uh, I have in the past for sure thought like, you know, the higher the number, the the better. The higher right. the number, the more 100% that sun's not going to get me sunburned. But what I've learned is anything over like 30 it only the percentage well okay so on on what i found on online on google on webmd is that there is no number that can give you 100% protection right so a lot of the doctors out there and dermatologists they really recommend 30 um there are some doctors that are more uh they specifically like um uh, working maybe in plastic surgery or like your dermatologist uh, what's it called if you're going to go and get like what is that doctor called? You're a dermatologist? Get, no, no, no. Like you're gonna get Botox or oh, well they do that too. Yeah, like a facialist. But, yeah, I guess someone who's really um, focusing on maybe the beauty industry. Yeah. Okay. Um, they you know recommend doing something a little bit higher because there is a good chance that it's gonna give you a little bit more protection versus like for more protection against long term damage like skin damage. Right. But I think the the biggest point that they came across with and that I took away is you really don't need much more 30, than 30 you don't really yeah. need it what you should be focusing more on is reapplying 
because regardless of whatever number you get past 30, you have to reapply it that, you know, like Gina said, 30 minutes before you even go into the sun, they're saying, you know, um, reapply before, every two hours after you swim, like when you're dry, after mm. you're sweating, right. trying to reapply about every two hours, which that would definitely be kind of hard thinking about it, but worth it. I guess, I guess it comes down to yeah. how, how much do you, like how badly do you want to have nice skin as we get older? Right. So interesting. Yeah. Moving on to questions. Do we have any questions about sunscreen? I mean, I don't really know what people would ask us. What do we use? Well, I think the only question that we had was from Kevin 17 underscore. And he, we already kind of covered it, but he really wanted to know how many times throughout the day he would reapply. Oh, well, there you go, Kevin. Well, because I mean, from looking at his profile, he looks like he definitely works outside. That's right. probably why he's wondering. I know my my dad works outside, and my dad. I damn. I should call my dad right now. Phone a friend. Dad, you put sunblock on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe he's he actually has really nice skin, and yeah. so does my mom. Maybe they've been doing it all along. I just had no idea. Well, I made my dad go for a skin check, and he literally like right after was like, "Don't ever." ever make me do something like that again <laughs> he was <laughs> he didn't have anything luckily but I mean I still would have told him to go um but yeah it's it, it can be a little bit like I said a little uh obtrusive no what did you call it <laughs> intrusive intrusive no Intru well it's just embarrassing guys I mean, you said it was uncomfortable. Embar it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable it's a little embarrassing but yeah yeah he was a little irritated with me but your dad. Yeah, he was fine. He was fine. But yeah. Um, Obviously, okay, one thing I will say too, because I've noticed it, even like you said, you go to, you went to your high school reunion and you notice different people looking, you know, we all age differently. Well, so we all I've have been different to my skin. 10, my 20, and, well, I didn't go to my 30, but I was like in a group of, uh, like one of those Facebook groups or whatever, like where you see everybody. This is going to sound terrible. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, hey, not talking shit. No, but... I'm not talking shit, but. Um, but it, it was interesting because, like, you know, you, you go to your, like, 10-year, and everyone pretty much kind of looks the same, you know. You go to your 20-year, and you start to really notice the differences, and you can kind of tell. And it's not just, like, you know, again, Botox, filler, those kinds of things. Because those kinds of things are there, but, like, you can tell by, like, the, the, the condition of their skin, you know, or um, – and it, it just was really apparent by the 30th one of who continued to maybe, you know, be out in the sun without any protection versus people that had. And um, and you knew those people in high school, like the yeah, people that were tan the cool all the time. Or they people. had the pictures and like, you know, throughout the years on every single one of their Instagrams or whatever, like just out in the sun again, you know, tanning my face. I've been telling like all my girlfriends, don't tan your face. Don't even put your face in the sun. You know, so you, <laughs> I would get you a bubble. Yeah, I'd get you a big old hat. It might be bring ugly. bring the visor back. Super ugly. Well, our friend Katie loves a visor. Katie. She, Katie loves a visor. Let's uh, get some visors. <laughs> Brand some visors. Between the reps, visors. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so you really can't tell the difference. And so I would really just recommend putting it on every day. Yeah. Before you leave the house, make it a routine. There you have it. Um, no one wants to look like a piece of leather when they're older. Or a raisin. Or a raisin. And here's the thing, too. We don't really know how we're going to age sometimes, you know? So I would say just be better safe than sorry. Um, obviously, some people uh, are based on their ethnicity or, you know, where you live, genetics, things like that. You might be predisposed for worse skin right. or really great skin. I know for me, I naturally have really um, thin skin. So... I already, I, I really want to fight against like the damage and like the wrinkles and things like that because as we get older, 
One thing that is really important to remember, too, is as we age, your surface layer of skin is going to get thinner. Right. So we need to protect it because as it, as it gets pops thinner, it's, it's already going to happen on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't really afford to, you know, just let it shed off from getting burnt all the time. Or by the time you're older, you're very, it'll be easy to damage your skin um, more and more. You know, like I always remember seeing my grandma with, you know, cuts. Like if she right. would barely touch herself and it would just tear her skin open. Right. And Band-aids everywhere and cuts everywhere. Right. Um, it's just the aging process. It's, it's just the fun like, part. All bandage you, Gina. <laughs> just, I'm going to need so many bandages. <laughs> I don't have that many good years left, you know. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't say I'll that. I'll be covered in band-aids. I'm just going to yeah. tape you together and tape me tape together. Humpty <laughs> Dumpty. Just tape you up. <laughs> so um, I did put out on my social media. Again, you guys, please follow me on Instagram. I am going to be using the, you know, the ask me a question to help us find out exactly what you guys are wondering. And if we have specific topics we're ready to talk about, I want specific questions just to. Uh, For that topic. Yeah, to yeah. be um, productive. Okay. So I've got a couple questions from Katie Hund. Some of you may know her. If you don't, follow me on YouTube. Um, first one, thoughts on visors. Katie, we had already mentioned that you're the visor queen. We did. And it's time to start a visor club. And I'll be honest, uh, I can't stand a visor and she knows this. She tries to get me to wear a visor all the time because she doesn't just like, it's not just like a regular visor, guys. It's a guys. big one. It's like one of those like big, an umbrella. big mom visors. You know, the like rattan or like the... The woven giant thing that Why like comes have, out. Like, sunflowers in it. What? Like the sun, it, it would for sure have like a sunflower sewn yeah. in. Oh, she lo- and she loves those ones that have the um the big opening on top. Like it's <laughs> like the high high brim or the big brim with like the high. I can't even like explain it. But yeah, it's it's very attractive. <laughs> we'll just keep it going with but her for she... a second. Best way to get sunscreen on that weird part of your back that's hard to reach. Oh, bring a friend. Ask a friend. <laughs> if you're by yourself, you're screwed. Don't you're, use the spray because it's not yourself, getting on it. Wear a shirt. Yeah, not yeah, just wear, yeah, wear, wear a t-shirt. A, wear, a, wear a t-shirt. Yeah. Dee. Wear a what do they call those? The long sleeve. I don't what know. Is that? Turtle, uh, skin? No. <laughs> wear your skin. Like like skins. Oh skins. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Like, like that. Like, if you're like going it's like, like it's sk- surfing or something. Yeah, I can't remember. What they're called. Not surprised that we didn't have more questions about sunblock. <laughs> Honestly, I think a lot of people either already think they know everything about it. Right. But I, uh, you know, so they're not going to ask questions besides the one we got about how many times to reapply but I do think that we were successful on maybe giving you guys some new information you hadn't really thought about Um, so I'm going to do some questions that we have for our little Q&A segment of this show that don't have to do with sunscreen yeah we kind of you know we open things up a lot of people have a lot of different questions for me and for Gina one of which Gina uh for me (laughs) someone just thinks that you're Persian what isn't that so weird (laughs) There's no way he was talking Wait, about me what? thinking that I was Persian. Uh, I'm not Persian, but we have a really good Persian friend, Daniel Jahangard. Daniel Jahangard. Yes. He calls himself the Persian Prince. Okay, here we go. We have a question from, oh man, some of these names are kind of hard to describe, but it's G, I'm just going to spell it for you guys, G-B-A-R-A-I-B-A-R. Jibarabar. Jibarabar? I mean, it's an Instagram name, yeah. so it okay. can mean something. What supplements do you take? Well, currently, um, CBD. I take CBD oil 
and I take iron. Mm -hmm. I've started taking iron because I don't eat a lot of red meat because I'm usually a low fat kind of girl. And yeah, and I started noticing I was getting bruises a lot. Like I, I definitely bruise easily. Yeah, me and too. I'm also I I'm constantly trying to figure out a way to make sure my hair and my nails and my skin um, can be better. <laughs> and that, I does I've that been, help with that? Well, I was researching because yeah. I've been having I have very fine hair. I have tons of hair, but it's super fine, and it's always in a ponytail. I always have my hair in a right, hair tie, so, so I have breakage. Off. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to look online, like researching like different multivitamins or what are the deficiencies I could have that's causing this to happen. And one thing I did come across was it was an iron deficiency and I was like well actually well, makes sense. I was like well actually I've yeah. only just recently started taking iron and I haven't I've probably needed to supplement it for a long time yeah and I haven't been so I am hoping that that's going to make a big difference um, yes. when I'm training I do take branch chain amino branch chain amino acids BCAAs um, supplement with protein powder when mostly when I'm traveling and be um creatine monohydrate when I'm training really hard and beta alanine beta alanine is super great for um, endurance athletes but you do need to be consistently taking it and you're not going to have an effect from it right away you got to be very consistently taking it and it's more you know over the course of a couple of weeks before you might notice a difference so what that's going to help with is like um I th let me think. I hope like I can say this the right way. But like yeah. buffering that lactic acid, you know, the, the fatigue oh, that makes that, that fatigue yeah. that you um, kind of fill up with, creating sore. and anything you can do to create a longer period of time mm -hmm. before that sets in is great for you know any athlete, but for endurance or performance athletes for sure. What supplements do you take? <laughs> I don't take any. <laughs> we should probably change that, Gina. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to be taping you up and shoving vitamins down your throat. I wear a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> Listen, I don't take anything, but I'm I wear I'm just really sunscreen. focused on my skin. That's it. Here's one from well, Matt, but it's m.aa.t.t. Oh, okay. Just Matt must have been taken. <laughs> that was very creative, I mean, You Matt. have to get creative. Very when, creative. When you really want to have your name. Yeah. Um, any tips on how to hit your protein goals through a busy day? Oh, man. Um, really, just, it's just keeping protein powder on yeah. you. Keep protein powder on you. I mean, I definitely, I always, sometimes I feel like, because my protein is not super high, so I automatically feel like it's not going to be a problem, and I never anticipate it. And I've had days where I'm, like, running or I'm even, not even, like, on my business stuff. Like, I'm training. Yeah. Or I'm with uh, my sponsors, and we're doing a bunch of training and photos and things. And you just don't think to eat, especially if you're constantly working. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's too late. And all of a sudden, I've got, you know, because I wasn't prepared and because I didn't, like, put protein in my bag, then I'm in trouble and I'm under on my protein. So the best thing I found is having protein shakes available. Um, if you're traveling, do things like have pre, you do this a lot, mm -hmm. pre-measured out protein powder in little bags or maybe already in shaker bottles in your bag ready to go. So all you have to do is add water. And other than that, I, I do travel with, cause I'm with Trifecta Nutrition, um, chicken breast. When I go on, you do. When I travel, I will put it in bags or I'll put it in Tupperware. You just pull and it out. I and start just eat nibbling cold <laughs> chicken breast. I do. I know. I don't hate it. I, I love it. And um, no, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And it I know. I know that if I'm like eating simple airplane. stuff, I'm my macros are good. <laughs> you def and you definitely try to supplement. 
Oh no, that's I what, definitely do because I focus on that more than anything. Is I making do. sure you get protein. I in. do. I'm really bad at. Um, I don't count my numbers as well, like you do, and um, I mean, I, I need to, but um, I'm just not that great with it. But I do know that I don't get enough protein, so I try to like start my day off with protein, like a, a you know a scoop of protein powder, and then I always try to like end it if I can, especially if I'm at home in a routine. But yeah, I mean, it is the easiest thing just to go grab. You can go grab those protein shakes as long as the yep. numbers are low. 7-Eleven. Yeah. 7-Eleven. <laughs> Quick stop. Yeah. There are, I mean, there's there's tons of They're options. Not the best and ways. I feel like anywhere you go. Hey, if you're perfect, you meal prep every every single day. Yeah. Hey, hey. If you're inspirational, yeah. you're really good at meal prepping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not all of us are. So sorry, that was a subtle joke about, you know, I don't know, people that Meal prepping's great, people, but it's not no no no. no. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It is totally great. Yeah. And there are, I will say, like, we're a, we're a special case. And I think any athlete's a special case. For me, I've got trifecta. Not everyone can do that. Not everyone's going to have someone sending them food. Or not everyone's going to be living in a, a, a time frame or a routine where you can kind of, you plan on being home. Right. You know? So... It is great. And I commend the people that have full-time jobs that are committed to their diet because you guys are you guys are really doing some amazing, amazing shit at home, prepping your stuff and being super committed. And that is amazing. Or like the people that go to the gym at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. My mom is a, is a, she wakes up at four and she's a 5 a.m. or class every day. I mean, she's an early bird. Yeah. But that's hard, man. Do that and then work a full day. I'm like, what I do to train for like, to be good in like in, in competition, that's hard. And that's a different kind of hard. And, but someone who is willing to, go through those hours mm-hmm. that's some it's you, awesome you, you do power moves but stop being so inspirational because it makes the rest <laughs> of us feel like crap Gina's, Gina's sick of stop all it Gina's sick of you guys flaunting I'm your I'm sick uh, of those pictures of everyone's meal prep my god I get like, it you made all your meals for the week just makes you know she has put to them think, in little packages she cool. just feels like she's reminded that she should probably do that <laughs> exactly it's just my own my own problem my own insecurity. anyway but we're gonna address more of that on our next episode we are yeah. our next episode we're gonna be talking about diet and travel you guys talk to me about that all the time uh, or don't you don't talk to me about it i feel like you're talking to me but you're actually just asking me questions <laughs> yeah um yeah and it's about to about time to do it i guess so we'll see you next week on between the reps with brooke and gina Episode four. Episode four. Please check in. We'd love to have you. Are you ready to uplevel the awesome in your life? Tune into Lady Balls Radio weekly where we celebrate fierce women making epic shit happen, like our oh so ballsy babe and the lipstick lobby founder, Davida Hall. Need inspiration or a loving ass kick to live your most fabulous life? We've got you covered, girl.